you take the followers and the engagement and, and the numbers outside, the amount of things that it has opened up for me is I'm learning new skills just because of this. Like I'm, you know, day in, day out, yet using all these editing softwares when I when I can. I've oh my God, the amount of people that I've met uh, when I was uh, you know documenting my journey, people reaching out, like connecting with other content creators. You are listening to the Spicy Chai Podcast. I'm your host, Maruk Imtiaz, and I'm on a journey to create inspiring, helpful, and meaningful content. This podcast is not going to showcase high-profile individuals spouting hollow advice like find your passion or hustle harder. Instead, my mission is to bring you the voices of people who are just a bit ahead of you, people you can relate to, and the people who will inspire you to put your own voice out there. So grab your cup of spicy chai and let's get this show started. Welcome to episode 10. So this is part two of the interview with Atib Khan. Part one is in episode nine. So if you want to listen to that, you can go ahead and listen to it now. You don't need to listen to part one before you listen to part two. But if you want to learn a bit more about self-awareness, empathy, how to stop judging others, how to get to that level of maturity, then I would truly recommend episode nine where Atib talks about all of those things and then gives practical advice on how you can start implementing all of that. And without further ado, let's get back into the episode. We've we've spoken a bit about how you started this journey. And I mentioned in the beginning that you're at 16,000 followers now. Is that something you expected or uh, wanted when you started TikTok? Uh, and what has that done for you? Right. May I brag I'm at 18,000 or on 16? Oh, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Uh, 18,000. So, All right, my bad. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. All brags. And I'm, I'm so proud of you for doing that. But. Um, yeah, no, thank you. So that was really interesting because um, it, it honestly... I mean, you know, you see other creators, everyone's in a different place. Like there's people like high up and all over the place. Right. So I, right now it doesn't feel any different than what I was creating when I was like at a thousand, which is really interesting because I'm so like, I'm still enjoying it to the same level, but I won't discount the fact that I had no idea. Like you could have not paid me to tell me that I would have had like, you know, 15,000 followers by end of year. My like, stretch target was like, you know, I just keep doing it. And maybe, and I think I had this conversation with you guys. It was like, you know, my target at the end of the year, if I get 5,000 followers, I'll be so happy. And I remember that. that. Yes. Um, so I had no idea or ambition or, yeah, I just didn't realize it would play out that way. Um, but I'm super grateful for whatever little engagement and the little community that I've created. Yeah, you, you're very humble when you say little, but you know, <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's amazing, and like, and that's what I want to I want to dig further. Like, what do you think it opened up for you? What kind of opportunities do you have now because of that following that you didn't oh have God. before? I yeah, I think I cannot overstate enough the amount of just not. I mean, if you you take the followers and the engagement and, and the numbers outside, the amount of things that it has opened up for me is. I'm learning new skills just because of this. Like I'm, you know, day in, day out, yet using all these editing softwares when I, when I can. I've, oh my God, the amount of people that I've met uh, when I was, uh, you know, 
documenting my journey, people reaching out, like connecting with other content creators and videographers and photographers. Like it's very humbling when you see this like photographer with um I think she has like hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. Wow, She's an yeah. amazing photographer. And she started on TikTok and she followed me back like a few days ago. I was like, wow, that you know that means a lot. Yeah. Um so you know and then you, you suddenly realize you have access to these people you can send them a message be like hey like how do you do this thing and um you basically get surrounded by people you i wouldn't have otherwise um so for me it's been not only just the fact that i'm creating content and seeing growth there but also like the people that i'm attracting uh and also like the different opportunities that i'm getting through it you know people reaching out being like hey you want to do this shoot uh, in this place together or do you, there's this hike you should go here i wouldn't have never realized it if i didn't have tiktok um yeah so it's been like and, and then on top of that like i've personally learned so much on tiktok outside of creating content um based on the algorithm i've learned how to i learned a lot of small business tips to create my business on tiktok right. like a lot I, of my side hustle stuff so i remember when during the pandemic peak pandemic when i was just learning and creating content at that time i was only watching content on tiktok related to small business and side hustles right literally every time it would come in screenshot 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 download on sunday i would open my notepad and go through my phone and basically write down all the stuff that i've learned through tiktok hey uh, for example there's just content creators saying here are the top 5 apps for shopify store okay mm-hmm. write those down and what they do um here's how you can create a logo uh for free okay these are the three websites write them down test them out um here's the top side hustle in affiliate marketing you can create an account on clickbank all right write that down open the clickbank account just testing 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 i think i've learned more from tiktok than i would have from any other channel um regarding starting my business it also gave me the inspiration seeing other small businesses and other people creating uh you know side hustles to actually get started um so uh, outside of me creating content the consumption that i've done and i've learned from it right. has been enormous um yeah. and that's why i also seek to create value right. um on tiktok yeah. and you know you spoke a lot about how you consume things and then you started applying when you were creating content or with like you know your own merch that you're rocking that hoodie right now like you know you learned it and then you applied a lot of people they get into this rut of consuming 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 and then not taking action what do you think differentiated you how did you become this person who did consume and then took action um i think because i was already in the whole process of i'm creating content regardless like every day like i'm putting some content out there right so yeah. when i do see something that's interesting and i basically am not i want to test out things. I feel like the biggest thing has been me testing out different things and not sticking to like a structure. Like the more tests I do, the more different things I learn. Um uh, I learn more about like what works, what doesn't. Um and I think like learning isn't real if you haven't done it yourself. So when I see something on TikTok and let's say I learned this thing, I I don't check mark that I've learned it till I actually do it. that's when i've actually learned it when i've actually done the task I like so that. that's that's for me like the learning is not learning and watching for me the learning is like after watching did i apply it now i've learned 
Otherwise, no. Like, I haven't learned anything because I haven't done it. Right. So there's no like on paper proof that I've learned it. So that's how I hold myself almost accountable, or that's just the way I view it. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I want to learn it, I'll have to do it. Otherwise, it just means nothing. Right. And and you mentioned there that you have this uh, mindset that you're going to keep posting day in and day out, regardless of what happens. What puts you in that mindset? Like what got you into, I'm going to post regardless? Because there are a lot of people out there, they post a bit, then they fall off. What right. would you tell them? Okay, so I'm going to correct myself a little there. Okay. I try to post every day and okay. I remain consistent, mm-hmm. but I allow myself to take breaks. Like the thing is, I want to enjoy the process and mm-hmm. I want it to come naturally. And that's how my creativity works. Mm-hmm. Um so the general template is I'm going to post, put something out there every day. And usually like I always, always have so much content planned that I'll, I'm already like, okay, I have three things in my mind. I have to get one thing out. So it's easy. Right. But there are days like, for example, I'm on the road, I'm doing a road trip or I'm hiking all day and I'm tired. I come back. I don't force it. Um, yeah. For me, that kind of goes against it. So general rule is I'll get something out every day because I do have the ideas and things that I want to put out. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the biggest thing is I never want to feel like I have to, because the moment that have to comes into place, then it takes the you know fun part away from me. Right. Um, so you know, rule of thumb is like, and I've seen a lot of people TikTok talk about it. You have to post every day, but that's not how I approach it. I know I should be probably posting three, five times a day, and that would give me more growth. Right. Um, but I think I'd lose like my level of interest it would take the whole purpose away i wouldn't be having fun so right i think that's what's important here is that there might be a lot of advice there but one has to do what works for them and their schedule and their process not just like there are people who say post seven times a day and it might not work for everyone so it's just like but the important pieces you did say you do stay consistent it's not like you go out off the radar for three months like you are consistent enough maybe four to five times a week one time maybe three times a week one time but you are consistent right uh, which i think is an important piece um yeah go ahead sorry yeah and there'd be a day where i do like three posts you know what i mean so it's like there's no rule like that right exactly and there are, I mean, you spoke a lot about the benefits. It created access to different kind of people. You're learning a lot of new skills. You're upgrading your skills. There's sense of accomplishment, achievement there. Um, but what are some of the lows of being a content creator on a TikTok now with 18,000 followers um, doing some sort of side hustles? What are some things that you're like, I don't love this? Yeah, that's, it's funny you ask me right now because I think I went through something. It was a week-ish ago that stressed me out a lot. <laughs> Okay. Uh, almost ruining my sleep. Um, so wow. there was this video I posted. I went on a hike and I found this hidden gem, you want to call it. I don't think it was like really that hidden because I found it on all trails and it was easy for me to get to. Um, I posted it and in a few hours, it reached 40,000. So it was almost exciting at think? the time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this video is taking off. And then um, these comments started coming in from like uh, some locals uh, saying, hey, you know, we don't want this location to be disclosed. Like tourists will come and they'll like ruin it for us. And people like and some people, wow. like, people like, come in and, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, whoa, 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 this is getting out of hands. And I deleted like the location from the comment section. Right. 
And I was like, you know what? I don't know what the right thing to do is, but till I do my own research, I don't want to take a strong stance in it. Even though you may be coming from a place of hate or you're being really aggressive, I don't know what the right thing to do is, so I'll just remove it. Um, and I removed it, and then there was like all these comments of people who wanted the location, who were saying like, "Oh, you know, locals are gatekeeping all these places. It's keep." So it started like this entire like conflict where people were like, "Hey, you should post it. Like, why post videos if you can't share the location?" And then people were, like, "Don't post it." Uh, and both being attacked, like I was being attacked for both. So I'm like, it just kind of got out of hands, and I was like, I don't know what the right thing to do is. I called, I messaged a friend, a couple of friends, and their envir- environmentalists. Uh, just to figure out, I'm like, you know, what is the right answer here? Like, I, I don't know what the right answer is. And it's a bit of a gray area. Um, like, you know, there's no moral obligation for me not to share locations, obviously. Right. Um, but there have been instances where some locations have been going viral and a lot of tourists come in and they disrespect it, uh, which is kind of sad. But, um, you know, at the same time, especially a place like Whistler, their economy depends on people coming in. Right. And again, it's a national public park. So there's a lot of data points, which I'm still not convinced what the right answer is. So I decided not to take a stance and I just let it be. But at the time it was like, oh my God, this is just getting out of hands. And, you know, um, my biggest fear was like cancel culture. It's like, oh my God, like this guy uh, came in and ruined like this place for us. So mm-hmm. maybe that's the paranoid side of me talking, but I'm scared of cancel culture. And in TikTok, do you, you mind are- like explaining that? Because I, I haven't heard of that term before. Yeah. So yeah, cancel culture is like a big thing uh, these days, and it started with like the Me Too movement. I think I'm not sure. Like I'm not an expert on this topic at right. all. So yes, but it's about like the internet taking like matters into their own hands and canceling people, like uh, without substantial evidence based on something they may have seen online or a rumor. And because of the reach of the internet, there have been people whose careers, jobs have been impacted Mm. without substantial evidence that they actually did those things or Mm. because of like the ramifications of the publicity. Right. Impacted their rep. Right. Um, Actually, a lot of people talk about this, even Naval uh, Ravikant, who is one of my, I would say, like, just, you know, he, he's his philosophies are really sound. Right. And he talks about that as well. And it's a dangerous culture. It's like almost like mob mentality on the Internet. Mm-hmm. So that concerns me a little bit. It's like, what right. if, because I post a lot of things on the whim, like mm-hmm. I make spelling mistakes and I post it like it's very creative and very raw. Right. right. But what if one day I post something that may somehow go against you, go yeah. against me, or I hurt like a minority group? I don't know. Like I'm just saying, like that part scares me because I right. know TikToks and go viral really fast. Right. And that is one of my fears. That yeah. is like that's why I keep a close eye. Like when I post something on my comment section, and um, especially when some video is taking off. So that's like the downside I would say for TikTok for me. Right. That yeah. And and those are legit fear, fears. And the thing is it's it's uh interesting that you continue to post despite having those fears. Um what would you say like cuz a lot of that honestly the fear of not knowing what is right. Like you spoke about that a little like I just didn't know what the right answer was. I mean that's honestly very correct. Like there are a lot of times I post stuff that I'm like 
I, and I, a lot of times I put the research studies in and, you know, this is where I got this information from, but I got a lot of backlash to like, you're wrong. I remember once I posted something like you're always in control and I got a few hateful DMS, like, no, not everyone's in control. Some people live in underprivileged societies, you know, and it really shook me because I was just like, Oh, uh, that's not what I meant. Like, you know, um, and I don't mean to like discredit what people are going through, but the fear of people backlashing or um, people coming at you saying you said something wrong is real. Um, And I I just want to emphasize that, that that will happen. Everything has some risk and that will happen. It's you got to have some faith that if your intention is right and you're doing it with, for the right, why you're not doing it for, for the fame or for the viral videos, for the money, but you're, you're really trying to make an impact. I think that's what keeps me grounded. And that's what, that's why I'm, I'm always like, this wasn't my intention. This was my intention. And I feel like, that's the same case for you. That's what keeps going, right? For sure. I, I think you put the nail on the head. You used the word that I was thinking was like okay. intention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like as long as my intentions are in the right place and people see that, that should protect me like from any backlash that I might get. Um, I really believe in my intentions and, um, you know, hoping that if anything is misunderstood, I deploy a lot of transparency even when that happened i could have done like delete the comment or i could have uh taken any extreme measure to just like sweep it under the under the rug but i think my biggest i think i take the offense in the sense that complete transparency being like hey like you know in the comment section uh can you please explain to me like how this could actually impacted inadvertently that's not my intention and completely transparent and people were like seeing all those comments come through and being like oh you know this guy is like taking it really well someone commented as a local he's like man like you handle this really well thank you so much and stuff like that so complete transparency and putting like my intentions out there and really admitting i don't know everything i I honestly don't and and say that and be like i don't know what the right answer is so i think i'll just remove it right now even though like there were some people like hey why are you letting some person tell you to do things certain way and stuff like that as well there are people on both ends uh, that comment section if you go it's like <laughs> just like a massive like you know conflict from people from both sides uh yeah um, but yeah that's it that's yeah and and you know one thing that i do like about your journey is that you've actually started off um you started off with literally zero and then you've grown and grown and grown as you've posted like again you're at 18k the last time i checked you were 16k which wasn't just i would say a few days ago right so uh you're growing and with that comes certain expectations and a lot of people let that get to them you know there's this fear of success or like oh my god now there's all these people following me yeah has that happened to you? And if yes, what, how do you deal with it? Um, so personally, for me, I've always had no expectations. Not in a bad way. Like, I don't believe in right. myself. Yeah. But that's how, like, I approach many things. It's like, it's all upside. I When I pursue something, I'm mentally completely ready to completely bomb it. Right. And that allows me to be completely relaxed. Like, I'm starting my business. If it completely goes to shit, I ruin my rep. I'll come back from it. I'll try something different. I'll learn from it. So my personal expectation for me or me is like zero expectations, but I'll aim for the moon and see where that takes me. Right. Um, but to your point, like now I'm creating content and I'm like used to getting like, you know, a decent amount of views. And sometimes like, you know, there'd be a video that just like, just flops completely. And 
I think that's where the process comes into the place for me is I really believe in um, the kind of content that I want to put out. And I, and at the same time, I take feedback. I really engage with like my, you know, people that are like part of my community and see what's resonating with them. And even though I preach that don't take the positives and negatives, like don't take the negative feedback and don't take the positive, but I'm guilty right now of using all this really overwhelming positive feedback that I'm getting. It's Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, that's where like I'm human, but I use that to be like, Oh my God, like these people are saying such things. Like it's clearly impacting them in a positive way. So it means a lot to me. Um, And I use that to be like, you know what I need, this is, this feels right. Um, And, you know, I know I'm like, generally my compass is in the right place. So it was never about, honestly, I I know it might sound fluffy or something people say, but for me, it was never about an X number of followers or or views. I really wanted to make an impact, even if it was like one person or a small amount of people, it just had to be like value. And as long as it's, there's some people are taking value from it. Um, I think that's going to keep me going. So I'm never going to let like the number of like views or followers get to my head. As long as I know I was able to bring value to some people. Right. That to me is like insane sitting over here. I can say something and someone in New Zealand could be like, I needed to hear that. Thank you so much. And Mm. have like a great feeling starting off the day in a different way. That for me is more than like, oh, like 50,000 views or people commenting. That one comment means for me more than anything else. And as long as I get those like individual people being impacted, I think um, that will keep me going, even though I should not need that for me to keep me going. Um, I also enjoy the process, um, but it definitely helps when you get those feedback, um, when especially when you're having a bad day. I agree. I agree. And I think even even the fact that you use all of your positive feedback in a positive way, like you don't let it overwhelm you. You almost think of it as, hey, uh, I have all these people that want to watch me uh, and want to watch these videos. I need to continue creating rather than, oh, shoot, there's a lot of people that want to watch me. So I think that's that's very important for you to listen to. Like even the positive feedback, don't let it overwhelm you. More so take it as great, I need to continue yeah. to produce. Or if even if you're not getting many views, that's okay as well. Because it doesn't matter if you get 50,000 views, but if you're impacting that one person, I think that's an important message um, which is, that hence bears repeating uh, for a lot of people listening today. Um, this has honestly been an incredible question. Um, not a question. It's been an incredible conversation. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. um, final question for you, Atib. Yeah. What's one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? And I don't mean like 15 years ago, I mean your younger self a year back. So pretty recent at the vote, one piece of advice you'd give him. Um, that's a good question. One year back, whew, I was in a very, it's funny because one year back was exactly when like I felt everything around me was crumbling into pieces. Um, I would, I would say, you know, trust your gut. That's it. Like trust, I know it sounds fluffy, but literally that's what I had to do at the end. And I would just remind myself, like, go with my gut and my intuition. Um, Because at that time, 
on paper, a lot of things seemed like I had to make a different choice. Um, yeah. And I would look at things in a long-term view as opposed to like, you know, avoiding short-term difficult conversations. Um, yeah, that's very specifically geared to my one year ago self. I love that. I love that. And where can people find you? So on Instagram, Atib K, A-T-E-E-B-K. That's my Instagram. TikTok, it's Atib official, A-T-E-E-B. I was supposed to change that ha- handle, but uh, I'm, it's growing <laughs> on me. Uh, so yeah. I might stick to it now. And yeah, that's uh, my TikTok handle. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I had a really, really good time having this conversation. Well, thank you for having me, Marl. That was great. Uh, thanks for having me. And, you know, in this conversation, I did take something as well um, because I haven't dug into certain things myself. So that was great. Thanks for asking those questions. And, you know, we'll be in touch. So always a pleasure. Yes, of course. Of course. I'm um, very grateful to have a friend like you. So definitely staying in touch. And for all of those listening, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed, please click the subscribe button. And until next week, you got this beautiful. Hey, you. Thanks for listening to Spicy Chai. I really appreciate it. And to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast, The Obvious. And if you want to learn more, head over to marukimthias.com. And until next time, my friend, hit the record button or, you know, the publish. Lots of love from your favorite. You got this beautiful.